Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we are dedicated to helping entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop. Well, we got a little story for you, Ags. Jason Anawati, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1996, is the president of Cypress Graphics, a part of the 2023 Aggie 100 class of fastest growing entrepreneurs. This is his second time of being on this prestigious list. Jason is an entrepreneur that takes immense pride and what he and his team have built, it is obvious that they're doing something right. So pass it back and listen up to Jason as he shares some really good bull. Welcome back, Ags. Today's episode of Aggie Growth Hacks is, is we're actually recording it on a super special day. Uh, this is Aggie 100 Day, the day that every year that we celebrate Aggie entrepreneurs and the fa- the 100 fastest growing Aggie owned and operated companies. And our guest today is a two-time back-to-back Aggie 100 winner. So Jason, thank you so much for joining us today and congratulations again on another Aggie 100 win. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate your invite to be here. Well, we, we love having entrepreneurs and and highlighting their stories and and telling other Aggies about where we are in the entrepreneurial journey. So tell us a little bit about yours. Well, long story short, from East Texas, grew up there ever since, you know, probably two years old, did a few tours of colleges, and then I finally got smart and attended A&M. <laughs> um, so finished my degree here, went to the workforce, was in the workforce, corporate America, roughly six, eight years and decided I've had enough of this and um, started my first venture, which was a used car dealership. I wanted to change the industry. What, were you in the auto industry? Oh, before? No. oh. no, 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 no. Um, had a friend of a friend that was successful in it. He decided, uh, you know, I went to him and said, hey, can you help me out? I want to learn the business. And uh, he said, come on. So started that venture and um, learned real fast how not to run a business. Uh, that's what I, that was my major takeaway. But I was able to change it, change business models, ended up selling it to a partner and moving on. So always had that entrepreneur spirit. You know, I came from a, a family. My dad was an entrepreneur. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. So it was just kind of in my blood to do something on my own. So in and out of the workforce, trying to figure it out. And then, uh, then I started this and have never looked back. So here we are going to celebrate eight years in business next month. Awesome. Awesome. So, so what is this? Cypress signs and graphics, um, we're custom sign and banner company, uh, promotional products, you know, started with a handful of clients, um, helping out a, a friend that had struggled with the business. And so I came in and took it over. And from that point, you know, we worked together for a couple of years. Um, then it came to the point where, okay, what are we really doing here? You know, is this going to be a couple of people owned business and, you know, make a decent living or, um, is it time to blow this out of the water and really go after it? Obviously you chose yeah. option B. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I got to that point and had to make some tough decisions and take some big chances. And, uh, luckily I had a great support system, um, a wife that's very successful. So she could hold down the fort while, um, allowing me to play business owner. And, uh, yeah, now we're going on 10 employees, probably grow that, uh, future growth looking. So it's an exciting time. And, and just for our, our audience, where are you located? Where is Cypress? Cypress, Texas. Oh, yes. Yeah, obviously, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so right up the road or down the road. Right. Geographically challenged. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so what's one thing that you learned 
while being a student at Texas A&M that has helped you in your entrepreneurial journey, would you say? Well, you know, they don't call us fighting Texas Aggies for nothing. You know, we are constantly having to fight for, you know, everything that we have um, in the business world. I mean, whether it's, you know, more business or challenges that you, we've all been through COVID. So mm-hmm. yeah. there was challenge after challenge after challenge and, you know, head down, just keep fighting and you'll get through it. So that was probably the biggest, you, know, you can't really ask me about classes. That was a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I can tell you some stories about that, but we don't have enough time. But really the, the fighting spirit is, is instilled in, in me mm-hmm. uh, personally. And, um, you know, I wanted to kind of expand on that if I could. Um, what I think is really important is the Howdy tradition. Being the friendliest campus in the world is huge. And I don't think people focus on that enough. In, in my business, I love making people smile. I love communicating with the customers, um, whether they're just a one-time customer or what. I want them to have a good experience whenever they come into my shop or if I go out to see them. So part of that is the Howdy. Every time I see somebody, stranger or not, I say Howdy. Um, yeah. And because it's going to bring a smile to someone's face. And I really feel I was put on the earth to bring a lot of smiles to people's faces. So, well, and I think doing what you do, I can only imagine what it would be like to, to see your logo lit up for the first time in, in, in yeah. a new and amazing way. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's a sense of pride, you know, knowing that me and my team have, have built this. There's a lot of pride that goes into every, every piece of product that comes out of our shop. There's pride in it. So uh, again, exciting. It's not the, the sexiest business in the world, but you know what? It's when people walk into my shop again, I want them to have a positive experience, whether it's an interaction with some of my employees, me telling a joke, um, listening to a joke. I want them to be comfortable and to know that, Hey, I'm not just a sign company We're we're human beings and we're making a difference in this world. Well, Jason, as you're going through some very impressive growth, I mean, you, you, you were Aggie 101 last year, this year, and then based on what you said, it looks like I think we're going for number one <laughs> in 2024, <laughs> but, but uh, growth is, uh, is amazing, but it comes with this with challenges. And Absolutely. you said you you're, you're used to fighting. So what are some challenges that you are facing now and how are you overcoming them? So COVID is behind us for the most part. However, you know, it still has its lingering, lingering effects um, when it comes to supply of raw materials, mm. um, because a lot of that uh, materials comes from overseas and we can't control what happens overseas. So, you know, constantly in contact with my suppliers, what's it looking like? Is our supplies drying up? Do I need to stock up? Just because my customers, they don't really care what goes on behind the scenes when they order something, they want it. Um, so I can't, I, I'm not an excuses kind of guy. I don't, want to give them a laundry laundry list of uh, excuses as to why they're not getting their, their finished product. So it's my job to make sure that that doesn't happen. Those have been some some challenges with growing and bigger equipment, and new equipment. There's training that has to be done you because know, this is high tech stuff. Um, it's not stencils anymore in the sign business. It's um, latex printers, it's flatbeds, it's routers, it's you know heavy equipment that needs big machines to move if I ever decide to move places, which that's coming down the road. But um, yeah, those, those are some, some challenges. Uh, Personnel, you know, in growth mode, when you first start out, it's kind of friends and family, you know, everybody's looking for a job and they want to be a part of it. But as you grow, you know, you run out of friends and family that want to work for you. So that's been a a somewhat of a challenge, but you know, again, you you know, as a business owner, if something's going to work out or 
if it's not. And so it's your job to correct the, the one, the things that uh, don't work out quickly. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I want to key into something that you said a little bit earlier, right? That, that you made a choice to, are we going to be at this level or are we going to massively grow mm-hmm. it? So what's helped you with that growth? Would you say? I, I think it was, I think it's just been my vision and what I want out of this life. You know, do I, did I want to make just a, a good living, a great living? And I think I talked about this in, in other um, conversations is you, know, you get to the point as being a business owner, I also like to refer myself as an investor because I invest right back into my company. But, you know, when you first get into it and you're going to grow a company, it's about the money. I mean, let's be honest. Um, Everybody's got to eat. Everybody's got to pay their mortgage. You know, let's drive a nicer car. Let's get a bigger house, that sort of thing. But there's a, and I remember this distinctively, there's a point where you look around and you've got five people working for you. You got six people working for you. You got seven people working for you. And it's not about you anymore. It's about them. And it's about them having a better life. And it's about them getting health insurance. And it's about them, you know, uh, retiring and building their families and that sort of thing. So it's, it's an, um, I'm not patting myself on the back. It's just being honest. It's not about me. It's about me helping raise other people up. A challenge really when, when you grow, because used to, I think every Monday morning or at least a couple times a week, we I'd bring the team together and okay, what needs to get out um, mm-hmm. and talk through it. And, you know, then we kind of, we, as you grow, you kind of get away from that. You know, my brother-in-law came to work for me, so he's in charge of the shop. Yeah. I'm in charge of the front office, growing the business and steering and all that good stuff. So, you know, it's a, it's a different industry. It's a manufacturing industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've tried to have those conversations with the team, but they don't care. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, they, they want their paycheck and, and even the, the front office, they don't care. Yeah. They're, they know that they got health insurance. They know that this, the company's growing. They know that they're getting bigger, bigger bonuses every year because one of the ways that, that I bonus and it's kind of a profit sharing, if you will, mm-hmm. but at the end of the year, I bonus everybody based on, um, throughout the year, you know, if they came on earlier then they have a smaller percentage, but a percentage of gross sales. So it's, and the way that I communicate that to them is that's my way because it's gross sales of me making sure that I'm profitable. Oh yeah. Because I'm about to shell out a lot of money to give you, give people, oh, yeah. you know, for your hard work. Yeah. And you know, it's, I, I incentivize and things have become traditions. For instance, you know, I buy lunch for them every Friday. And so that's a little bit of a team building thing because, you know, we, as you grow, people start, well, you know, Jason's going to pay for lunch. I'm going to go here and I'm going to hear, nope. You come in, it's door dashed, you, or you sit at this person's computer, you type what you want. And because that's part of the team building is, Hey, this is breaking bread together, yeah, if you yeah, will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of stress in the, in the job because there's deadlines and there's files and there's computers and there's communication and then there's errors and then there's customer errors. And how do you go o- overcome all of that? And it's just a work through. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, probably remember the, the uh, coyote and the sheepdog, you know, you go at it during the day and then you clock out and you're friends again. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's so. Yeah. But I think the, the cool thing that I heard you say is that, and I'm, I'm a numbers guy. And the fact that you're bonusing based on gross, mm-hmm. that to me, that does two things. That brings everybody into the profitability discussion. Mm-hmm. The guys that are on the shop floor know that if they waste that vinyl, that's going to cut into your gross sale, your gross profit. So that's going to hurt. And the team that's not on the shop floor knows that if they go and buy, you know, too many reams of paper, that that's going to 
drop the bottom line, but everybody's coming in and saying, okay, we have to be profitable. We're going off gross, but then you're going to look at it and be like, okay, gross profit's great. But if I allow my other expenses to balloon oh, yeah. too much. I hate overpromising and not being able to deliver. Um, I spent my last weekend um, in the shop putting together banners because I have a large customer that wanted them on Monday. And I didn't want to ask my people, you know, I didn't have anything to do. So I went in the shop because I'll, I'll get down with them. I'll, there's This is I me dressed that. up. <laughs> but a lot of times you'll see me in a t-shirt, a sweaty t-shirt um, and cargo shorts and and. and probably bleeding somewhere yeah. <laughs> but i'm i'm in it with them you That's know awful. i can't i can't ask them to do something that i wouldn't do myself yeah yeah um and i'm i'm capable of doing it still uh, at this ripe young age of <laughs> 50 but uh yeah so having the having the right people is super critical absolutely but as the leader you, you talked about having to make the decision and the decisions that don't work out shift away from those quickly. Correct. You know, how do you communicate to your team? Okay, this, this is the vision. This, this, this is how we're going to grow year over year over year. Is it, is it just rah, 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 do, do more, faster, better? Or is it more strategic? You know, we're going to start entering into specific areas or geographically grow. The way that I have it structured currently is, you know, I'm, I'm in constant contact with, with my people all the time because I'm just the captain. They're the ones on the front lines, you know, having the issues, whether it be, you know, supply issues or, you know, uh, technical issues or machine goes down or something. So they're the ones fighting on the front lines. But I encourage them and we have an open door of communication. A lot of people say it, but they don't. They don't really have it because they're too scared. I go to them all the time and say, okay, how can we fix this? I need your advice on this. Should we switch um, materials? Would this be better? Because I rely on them to give me that feedback so that I can make a sound decision. Mm -hmm. A part of being a business owner is being a good decision maker, um, which is extremely critical. So you know, I let them in on, hey, this is our growth plan. We eventually want to be in a building that has a men's and women's bathroom, which is important. Um, I hear yeah. it from the women all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway, at the, at the pace we're growing, we'll be in that uh, new facility here within the next couple of years. They're probably going to say a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a couple of months, right, right, Jason? Right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, hopefully that answers your question. So, one of the things that we talk about here on Aggie Growth Tax is our vision, you know, and really, where do you want to be? And, and it sounds like you've got a lot of that. So what, what is your big, hairy, audacious goal for your company? What is your 10, five to 10 year moonshot? You know, things change so rapid and, you know, 10 years is, is a long time. You know, personally, the, the way I see this company growing in 10 years I'll probably be about five times larger than I am right now. All right. Um, you know, I'm still going to be working. I have no ambitions of selling. You know, some people are builders and sellers. I'm not. I'm an investor. And so I have my brother-in-law work works for me. So there's I have children that I don't know if they'll want to be in the business when they're older, but you know, there's some potential there. Um, but you know, I like to work. I, I like to watch the growth. I like to watch people grow. I like being called a hero whenever I drop off a sign, an emergency sign to a, a client. We get that a lot and it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a good feeling, but you know, someone needed something and we were able to supply it. And so next five and 10 years or it's, you know, this is the fun part this is the, there's no longer the stress of the first couple of years of starting a business. Now it's the stress of, hey, making sure that we're growing with our customers, that we're getting better on the, on the daily basis. Because, you know, 
when you get complacent, I think that's when you start not growing. And so we're going to stay in growth mode for the next several years to come. And like you said, this, this is the fun part Yes, to be able to say, okay, we figured out our system. We figured, yes. we figured out how to sell. We figured out how to actually fabricate. We figured out how to install. And now we get to do that better and bigger and faster and to see more smiles. Absolutely. This is the fun part. Yes. So, well, Jason, thank you so much for, for sharing that with us. Let's pause a second to hear a message from this episode's sponsor. Okay, we're back. So Jason, we're going to roll into the lightning round. So one rule, you got 30 seconds to answer every answer, uh, answer every question. Okay. First question, what is your favorite personal hack? Okay, it's something I learned recently. I On taco night, you know, you always have the fat that you have to drain before you put the mix in. Uh-huh. So I've, I've never known what to do with the fat. Uh, you can't put it down the drain. So I get a bowl. I put paper towels in it, put it in the bowl, ladle it out. The paper towels absorb the grease. You throw it away. Throw it away. Easy peasy. Yeah. I didn't watch TikTok to to get that. (laughs) I I learned that myself the hard way. (laughs) Love that. All right. So what is your favorite business hack now? I don't really have one because it's, it's a shortcut, right? Mm -hmm. So there are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts in business. No, you you do it the right way the first time now, but I will, uh, my favorite book on yeah. this if we can yeah. talk about that's it. perfect yeah have you ever read franklin Bar- barbecues uh aaron franklin's book it's not a recipe book it's about his story i've watched all of his his youtube yeah his so he has a book out but i read it i'm not a big book reader but i read that because i want to cook franklin barbecues brisket yeah but it just talks about his journey mm-hmm. um how his first you know smoker was from a 99 one from academy and but he learned it he learned how to cook a brisket and, you know, now he's wildly successful and not only, you know, cause in a restaurant, if you have one restaurant, you're maxed out, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, mm-hmm. but now you go to HEB and there's Franklin barbecue or Franklin uh, briquettes. They're the best. There's barbecue sauces. So he's expanded his empire mm-hmm. and, you know, is able to, to feed the masses, so to speak, with still having that one little restaurant. That, that's pretty cool to be able to to take an entrepreneurial lesson from a barbecue. Absolutely. I mean, their business too. I don't know. I couldn't have that business because I don't think that I would make I, a profit. I can't wake up that early. <laughs> just start right. smoking a brisket. Right. <laughs> I put it on the night before and stick the little thermometers in. And when it beeps, it's ready to go. <laughs> that's awesome. But Jason, what is the best bit of advice that you've been given and 96 Aggie points if you can tell us how you applied it. The best business advice I really think is to build a company that's profitable. Don't grow just to grow, build it to be profitable. In this journey, I've come across, you know, because people want to pull you in different directions. Well, you need to do this or you need to do this. Well, it's usually people that don't have any skin in the game telling you what you need to do. I've tried different avenues to make money and I found that you know, when, when it comes to outsourcing or whatnot, it's a drain on me and it's not profitable. So cut that out of the business, focus on what makes you money and stick to that and be the best at it. Love that. Absolutely. Love that. So how can the Aggie network get in touch with you and support you moving forward? Go to our website. You can email me directly. Um, our website is cypress-signs.com. Don't forget the hyphen or else you'll be looking at a sign company in Florida. Um, <laughs> And then uh, my, my personal email address is jason at cypress-signs.com. Phone calls. I get so much telemarketing phone calls. Uh, you know, I just don't answer if I don't know the number. 
but email, you'll definitely get a response from me. Well, Jason, thank you again for sharing your wisdom, for letting us spotlight you and your team. Congratulations on the amazing growth. I can't wait to celebrate with you tonight, but then also celebrate your number one win next year. (laughs) But it's it's super excited. Thank you. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that pretty awesome or what? I know that I took a lot away from Jason. What were your biggest takeaways there, Greg? Well, I loved where he talked about his growth, not only in the business, but as an entrepreneur and how when he kind of started the business, it was, you know, hey, I'm going to build this business. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it for me and my family. I'm going to build something. But then the shift changed from an inward focused to an outward focused. And and I think that's where he said, you know, he really took out from, from a sense of growth and pride where he started saying, how can I make my employees' lives better? And how can I, how can I make sure that they're achieving their goals? And, and as entrepreneurs, if you have employees, we want to take care of the people because they're, they, become like family, like work family. But when when he deliberately focused on them and making their lives better, that was really powerful. And just to kind of hear his story behind that, it really motivated me. I don't have any employees yet, but but when I hire my first employee, it's going to be with that heart and that mindset. What about you, Chris? Yeah. And I fully agree with that. And, and that was pretty cool. I'd say mine has to go with his best advice that he was given. And, and that was built to be profitable. Right. I mean, us entrepreneurs, when we first start out, you know, we're, we're basically giving away our services or, or products, you know, and, and we have to do that at the beginning. We're told we have to do that at the beginning, you know, to build that value with, with our customer base. But as we grow, sometimes if, if we don't grow that profitability with it, then we're going to end up as poor entrepreneurs. Right. And. Yep. You know, and, and that's that's something that that really rang true with me because I I for the longest time was basically giving away our services and we weren't very profitable at all. So the second that we started selling our services at being profitable and starting valuing our own services in our own time, you know, things started shifting a little bit there. So you know, it's if you're listening to this as an entrepreneur and and you're not quite sure about that, start looking at that profitability part. And, and honestly, talk to Greg here. He can help you implement uh, profit first, right? Well, and, and I would also imagine kind of building on that, that that the amount of stress that you had before that shift and after that shift, it, it melts away. And because when you're not so focused about chasing cash flow and just working to make sure that you can pay the bills, instead chasing profit so that you can grow and invest in your business and achieve your dreams, that's a fundamentally different way of operating your business, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for sharing that with us. And Ags, if you're not connected with Jason, I highly suggest you do it. I mean, he he wants to speak in to you and to other Aggie entrepreneurs and to be able to kind of get his perspective. That would be so awesome if y'all connected. If you're not connected with Aggie Growth Hacks or with Chris or I, make sure that you reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you think about the podcast and if there's any way that we can make it more valuable to you. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head on over to their website right now to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin. Well, Ags, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em. Whoop.